0: This being human is a guest house. Every morning a new arrival. A joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they're a crowd of sorrows, who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight the dark thought the shame the malice meet them all at the door laughing and invite them in be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond
1: Welcome to this episode of Evolve, an
0: exploration of spirituality, wellness, and the thoughtfulness practice with acclaimed author and visionary teacher, Kalani Das. In his poem, The Guest House, Persian poet and spiritual teacher Rumi invites us to allow all visitors to enter no matter what they bring or take away. Most of us would reject the notion that inviting a crowd of sorrows into our house would have a benefit. So why then does Rumi advise us to do so? The dark thought, the shame or malice, most of us would consider to be undesirable, yet he advises us to meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. As humans, we tend to find a sense of peace in patterns. The rising and setting sun, patterns of waking and sleeping, and seasonal changes that happen year after year give us the ability to expect what's coming and therefore plan accordingly. We're not that fond of surprises or the unexpected. So when we have unexpected thoughts and feelings, we can experience them as if something is wrong. But is it? Or is the unexpected a normal part of being human? Rumi points to three main benefits of inviting all emotions to enter the house that is your mind and body. Firstly, all thoughts and feelings can bring an awareness. They can be messengers, bringing us information from our unconscious selves that we can use to develop our personal, social, and spiritual relationships. Second, thoughts and feelings can help clear out those things that are not serving us in ways that are moving us towards our goals. By inviting them into our awareness and experiencing them, we allow them to fulfill their purpose. And once that is complete, they make room for other things, some new delights. Third, feelings and thoughts can serve as guides. Rumi talks about them as being guides from beyond. You could think of them as beyond the known world, but they can also be beyond your awareness, pointing towards the unconscious. We can look at the benefit of inviting all thoughts and emotions into our awareness for the purpose of reducing any tensions that could be caused by the conscious or unconscious pushing away of what is considered to be negative thoughts and feelings. The Buddha talked about releasing aversions as a step towards nirvana or enlightenment. a common misconception about the quality of negative thoughts and emotions with regard to our personal well-being, and that is that the thought or feeling contains within it an inherent negativity or damaging quality. If we could change our perspective to see the thoughts simply as products of our mind, and the mind's way of presenting us with an option or an idea or possibility, we can change our relationship with that thought and reduce feelings of tension and suffering as a result. In the same way, we can come to recognize feelings as transmitters of information, as messengers, and as another way that our body is communicating with us. We can transform our relationship with our feelings, learn from them, and use them as tools of positive transformation. Those who see undesirable thoughts and emotions, not as options or information, but as a condition of the self, often do their best to banish those thoughts and feelings as quickly as possible. We know that tension results when two entities are working in opposition to one another. As a result of the individual's desire and attempt to banish the thoughts or feelings they consider undesirable, they create tension between themselves and the thought or emotion. It doesn't matter if the pushing back of undesirable thoughts and feelings is conscious or unconscious. The result is suffering and more undesirable feelings. This aversion to the unexpected or unwelcome guest is what prevents many of us from opening our hearts, clearing away what we no longer use or need, and making room for new delights. The question remains, what do we do when faced with undesirable thoughts or feelings? It's one thing to talk about metaphors, and it's another to define specific actions that we can all do, no matter who we are, how we live, or our religious or spiritual practice. Something you can try is to follow Rumi's advice and invite all visitors into your house with a smile and compassion when you sense what we might describe as a negative thought or feeling, acknowledge the thought as a form of communication, a conscious representation of an idea or an energy. Understand that the purpose of this thought is to help you become aware of a particular dynamic that exists in your internal or external relationships. If there is an associated feeling, which there often is, rather than attempt to push away or suppress it, pay attention to where it resides in your body. It's quite common for negative feelings to come to rest near our core, experiencing them as being inside our chest or abdomen. We might describe ourselves as having a heavy heart or feeling as if we've been punched in the gut With the understanding that the feeling is your guide and teacher, allow it to be where it seems to want to be. Accept it for what it is. Treat it as you would a small child who is coming to you for comfort. Invite him or her to share with you, tell you more, and say whatever it is they want to say. Listen with compassion and understanding. Although this might seem counterintuitive, see if you can invite the feeling to grow and become even more prominent. Keep in mind that you are in a student role. Learning as much as you can from this feeling, your guide from beyond. Yes, there you are. Welcome to my home. What can I do for you? Tell me, I am listening. Because you're not trying to push it away, there is no additional tension being added to the experience. This thoughtfulness practice is called feeling the feeling. What many people discover is that once the feeling has been allowed to manifest and express itself to you, and once you have acknowledged it and done as much as you can to welcome it and invite it into your home, the energy will naturally dissipate and may even disappear altogether. What we discover is that it was not the thought or emotion itself that was causing us to suffer, but our own attempts at pushing it away an energy to move through your awareness expressing itself to you completely you facilitate its role and purpose once it's delivered the message there is no longer a need for it to remain the key is in accepting the message with grace and compassion been said that the only useful cup is an empty cup. Trying to banish visitors in our homes or pretending they are not there only adds to those crowds of sorrows. Practice compassion and curiosity with regard to your own thoughts and feelings, and you will experience liberation and clarity as never before. talks will focus on expanding our awareness of thought types and shaping our thinking to reflect our values and goals.
1: Listening to Evolve with author and teacher Kalani Das.
0: Visit kalanidas.com where you'll enjoy inspirational music, insightful articles, and other resources as you continue to evolve.